Hello. Thank you for watching or listening to You at Options. This episode, I have Alex Johnson from the London-based band uh, Wonk Unit. We do a lot of waffling on this one, as Alex says. Great time. I think I'm part of the Wonk family now, um, hopefully. I'm going to drop into the Terror Bowl um, at his house and just see what happens. Just let it rip. Um, yeah, they have a million shows coming up. Uh, they have Wonk Fest coming up in London. Go check, go check out, follow uh, Wonk Unit London. That's their handle on Instagram. Uh, all their shows are listed there. You can find links. Yeah. Thanks again uh, to Alex and to the listener and the watcher. Um, yeah. Go follow you at options at you at options uh, everywhere on Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Go to the slash shop. Uh, and you can buy your own you at option shirt or some handsome scoundrels merch. Yeah. Thanks again. Enjoy. Uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, well, it's good. I like these things. Yeah. Well, what are we talking about today? Just you, wonk unit, everything. Oh, oh, brilliant. Excellent. <laughs> what do you want to talk about today, Alex? No, I just, I just, yeah, I'm happy to talk about wonk unit, everything, me. Yeah. Sunny days. Yeah. All right. So are you, uh, I know you are you in London right now? Is that I where? am actually. I am in London right now. Um, I've recently moved up to Yorkshire um, to be near my baby. But, oh, nice. uh, I've just been gigging the weekends and I, I'm currently at my parents' house. Oh, okay. Right, in London. Okay. In London, yeah. So I got in very late last night, about five o'clock. So I'm a little bit, little bit sleepy today. I gotcha. How, how were the shows this weekend? Brilliant. It's, it's been amazing. Um, gigging again after two years off you know we 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 are just we're 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 on it full time now nice um yeah full time it's been brilliant it's just been brilliant it's i'm very happy to be getting back out there and last night's gig i did it without a t-shirt on it was so hot i did it i did a gig without a t-shirt on for me that's very brave you know but i was feeling good i I was feeling good you know yeah yeah it's good <laughs> so uh yeah normally you you are with t-shirt performing usually with t yeah usually with t-shirt and i felt a little bit bad because like a couple of days before i was talking to Vezzy and we were saying about you know muscle dudes that walk around with their tops off you know yeah, man. posturing posturing and stuff and how much we've you know 
don't really think that's too cool. And then suddenly there was me last night posturing on stage Man. with my top off, you know? You're, so, you're you a couple know. of, yeah, you're a couple of steps away from starting a, or turning a wonky into a hardcore band. That's right. Yeah. 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 The, uh, I've heard about, I've heard about all this hardcore bands. Apparently they say, bring it in. Apparently they shout at the audience. They say, bring it in. Yeah. Right. Cause my, my drummer Max likes hardcore bands. I don't have a clue what he's going on about, but, but I like to say, send it in instead. I think that sounds better than bring it in. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe is, maybe that's just a cultural difference, you know, different, uh, I don't know what the the hardcore scene is like in in England. I think it's probably the same. I imagine it's lots of lots of macho men beating each other up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a lot a lot of uh, camouflage and like um, uh, balaclavas and ski masks and whatnot. Really? Well, you know, I don't. I don't you know, so people are good to do what they want, but I really like people. I don't like macho mosh, mosh pits. Mm. I don't like macho mosh pits. It's yeah. like. You know, all, all it takes is a couple of macho people in the pit to clear a pit, you know, of people that just want to have a nice little boogie. I don't like it. Yeah. The, uh, so you guys released Uncle Daddy last year in 2021, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think officially it was around April, but yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, it's, a, it's all very loosely. Done. It's like one unit is me and... And my lovely but inept record label. <laughs> so, okay. you know, I mean, do you know what I was thinking about this the other day? I'm, I'm not even sure if it's, it's actually been distributed. Like, you know, I'm, I mean, we, I sell most of my product through touring anyway, but, and obviously it's on all digital platforms, but right. it's like, has anyone seen it in any UK shops? I'm not even sure if my record label has distributed it. I think they might have forgotten. <laughs> Is it is it all printed? Is it all on vinyl and ready to go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's out. It's been selling. You know, it's been yeah. selling for ages. But I'm not sure if it's in the shops. I should check. I mean, my German record label, they're on it. The German record label, it was in shops all over Germany before I'd even seen a copy myself. Yeah, my because the Germans are very efficient. Efficiency. That's kidnap. Yeah, that's kidnap. Kidnap. But in the UK, like you know. We're pretty fucking useless, you know. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I can relate to that. Yeah. 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 But no, but yeah, Uncle Daddy, my favorite album, I think. Really? Yeah. The, uh, it seems like, uh, the song, the songs get more like eclectic or there's more like a right. different, like, uh, what makes you want to write like, a. I don't know, something like Disco Fever or whatever versus like just a straight up punk song. I don't know. Um, so like the way Wonk records go, you know, we don't really have a sound yeah. as such. You know, our our thing is anything goes. And um, so across the board, apart from our, as you know, across the board of out of all of our seven or eight studio albums, some of the songs will be brand new. Some of them might be from lyrics or from pieces of music 20 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I think there's always a time and a place for when a song can come out. And, uh, you know, and so that's why our, our albums seem to be quite 
all over the place because you know a song might be working on a previous album or the previous three albums it weren't working then you know mm-hmm. so but I mean my uncle daddy was was def has definitely been my most personal mm. and and painful album to write I mean the last couple of years has been a very tough time for me and uh so I, I channeled a lot of um my my horror okay. into, of, the, of the last couple of years into that record yeah. um, and, and I love it and it was nice for me to actually do quite a heavy record again because you know I I like the heavy stuff and like with Terror the last record that was quite a sad record I mean it's a beautiful record but it was quite a sad record and I always used to wonder you know I wonder if I'll ever put out a punk record again you know like more straightforward you know, yeah and I've I've been very angry the last couple of years and it manifested itself in Uncle Daddy and it's nice to to actually enjoy playing those songs yeah. live now. I, I definitely feel like I'm exercising demons every time I play those songs live. It's good. It's really good. Nice. So it's more like a, a relief for like cathartic or whatever than like super, I don't know. Obviously yeah. it's like vulnerability too, but. Yeah, I mean, songwriting has always been my AA. I'm in recovery, and um, songwriting has always been my, you know, when I first got sober 23 years ago, you know, I I had to write the shit out of me, you know, and and Mm. I channeled all the destructiveness of alcohol and and drugs into songwriting, you know, that's what kept me sober, and I, I... exercise my demons through song that was kind of like on the first one in a record and uh but it's always been you know like i don't sit ever sit down and think oh, i'm gonna write a song you know oh it's time i wrote a song i never uh, do okay. you know every, yeah. every every song that ever happens from one unit it's because it has to get written there and then you know and you know they're all written very very quickly and and, uh, you know, if they don't get written very, very, if I have to work on a song, it won't get completed. You yeah. know, I, I don't, I don't, you know, because for me, it's like everything I do, if it be art or, you know, music, you know, and T-shirt arts of late, it's yeah. always got to be bam, bam, inspiration, bam, first hit, you know, and that's kind of it. Just so that's also a reason why a lot of our sound is different. You know, if a country twang, presents itself to me from out the universe, you know, <laughs> it's a country twang. If, if some fucking de- mash up hardcore banger comes out, it's that, you know, yeah. but it's all very wonk, wonk unit. It's all very, always spontaneous, you know, hmm. it's good. I like it. So is, do you, do you put like a, uh, like, I know you said some stuff like on uncle daddy has been around for a while that finally, formed itself or whatever um yeah it, do you put like a time frame of like oh man it's been 10 minutes this is i'm, I'm done no i kind of i'll know immediately if a song, i mean because you know i find the songwriting process so enjoyable yeah you know and, and so if i've suddenly got a banger you know something comes out you know and it's something you know a poem of mine is working because like 90 90 Eight percent of one unit songs come directly from poetry that's pre-written, which I then just put music to poetry. Um, but uh, 
you know, when a song presents itself to me, it's so exciting. So I'm like, this, this is, it's fucking brilliant. You know, I make music that I want to hear, you, you, you know, yeah. and so I'll immediately, those songs will get finished really quickly because I'm buzzing, you know, I want to finish this song because I have to then get it out, you know. Yeah. Um, so there's no time frame, but I say generally, I mean, Muffy, our third album, and Nervous Race, also our fourth album, I probably wrote 50 percent of both those albums on Christmas Eve in 2011. Okay, Jesus, right in yeah. in the evening. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a that was like so. The first two albums was just your typical. I'm going to write a song. I'm going to write lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and then but I started. Uh, you know, writing awful, uh, just piss take builders poetry. And I started fucking around with creative writing. And, and then I, I, you know, back in the day, 20 years ago, whatever. And I enjoy a bit of creative writing yeah, and story, storytelling. And so I have this blog, uh, it hasn't been updated for years, called Cement You Cunt. <laughs> and I remember on that Christmas Eve, I was like, oh, I've got an idea. I'll, I'm going to open up my blog, pick a poem and, I'm going to write some music to this poem. And so I opened up the blog. I found a, whole, found a poem called Horses, Four Lines. Yeah. And I wrote music to horses in one minute. Horses was born. I was like, that was really fucking great. <laughs> then next, next I found the Go Easy poem. I wrote Go Easy. I wrote Lewisham. I wrote most of Muffy and a big chunk of Nervous Racers that evening. You know, yeah. just purely by, because the, the lyrics were already there. As it's, so not lyrics, the poems were already there. And all I was doing was putting music to poetry. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of like the songwriting process we want in it. Um, now, you know, essentially they're poems. Yeah. Um, which I, which I, which I jazz up with a bit, <laughs> bit of noise. Right. You know? yeah. uh, so it's a, and it's a really fun way of writing, writing stuff. And also, it, it, and it also makes them all, you know, lyrically very strong. You know, yeah. if you actually delve, delve into the lyrics, you know, there's quite a lot of people, you know, on the surface, people think Wonk, you know, especially with our name and stuff, you know, might be like this jokey sort of band. But if you actually look into our lyrics, you know, all my songs are fucking sad. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they're very, they're very sad songs. But uh, I, you know, I've said this many a time, you know, I, I don't take my myself seriously, but I do take my wonk unit very seriously in my my art yeah. take very seriously you know yeah yeah i think i was listening to uncle daddy earlier today getting ready for this and yeah i was kind of honing in on on lyrics of of uh some of the songs yeah it's it's very uh <laughs> it's deep yeah uh, i could tell like you know um you know aubrey of course uh yeah, it's, my baba. Yeah, that's about your daughter, right? So, yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I think, yeah, anybody that says, you know, Wonky Unit is just like a, a joke band or something, they did, they, they aren't listening. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good, though. I mean, it's the best, it's the best life. Like, I, I, I love what we do. Yeah, the, the current Wonky Unit lineup, like, because we've, we've always, we're a touring band. We never stop touring. You right. Know, we, we always tour. And, uh, you know, so our lineup, quite, you know, gets has many changes over the years when people can't keep up with the touring and stuff. And the yeah. current wonking it lineup right now, the Uncle Daddy lineup is without question the best wonking it lineup we've ever had. It's like, you know, the band has been going since 2005. 
and we are fresher now like by a long way than we've ever been it's just nice. we've taken on a new, a new energy man it's fucking brilliant so good that I did a gig with my top off do you know what I'm saying I don't know man you just felt the, the spirit took over and the yeah, heat took over yeah, yeah. I was, I was, you know maybe one day I'll cra- surf a crowd again do you know what I mean I haven't done that for for 20 20 odd years oh shit uh yeah 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 I, I think Uncle Daddy's great. It's cool. And yeah, like he said, you can see, I don't know, we're, uh, there's more like keys and stuff. I know uh, Vez yeah. is your key player. Um, was, yes. was she, was she in before Uncle Daddy started coming together or? Yes. So Vez is actually the third longest standing member of Wonky. Okay. Uh, so she's currently been in the band about four years, maybe four and a half years. Okay. And and Vez is actually like the way, you know, there's no rules to Wonky, in it. Yeah. You know, there's, there are no rules. It's all about creativity and what I'm into. And Vez is the best songwriter I've ever met. Really? Like she's unreal. And she, like, I mean, before she met me, I mean, I literally bullied her into playing keys for Wonk Unit. We was playing Rebellion Festival in Amsterdam four four years ago. Yeah. And and our keyboard player wasn't coming that weekend. I put a post out on Facebook saying, any keyboard players in Amsterdam want to play set with Wonk? There's his boyfriend at the time messaged and said my girlfriend plays keys and when we got to Amsterdam you know Vezzy was there I met this this woman and I was like you want to play keys and she was like no no and I'm like go on she was like no but I basically you know marched her backstage made her sit behind a key keyboard and she'd never been never been in a band or anything before Mm -hmm. and uh there were tears she cried but within you know a couple of hours of you know, actually meeting me properly for the first time. She was playing in front of 500 people. Uh, yeah, her first show and, was Rebellion and, Fest. And, yeah, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and getting heckled and, and like really, really thrown in at the deep end. And so, and you know, because she, she, you know, she literally was, she kind of had no idea she was joining a band. Yeah. You know, and uh, she's just amazing. Visits. And, you know, so for watching her grow as a musician over the last four years and growing confidence and, um, you know, and, her take on the world. Cause you know, I say we, as a musician, you get to see a different world to most people, you yeah. know, as a, to- a touring musician. And it's lovely, uh, you know, live vicariously through Vez, you know, cause I've been doing it for years, right. you know, years and years and Vez, you know, doing it all new for the first time and doing it in a, you know, fairly successful bands, you know, yeah. we actually play to audiences yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. and we, and we get fed. And so it's lovely to see her, to live vicariously through her and, watching her grow and um, a year or so back. So Vezzy was um, after um, um, my ex-wife and my child moved up to North England, you know, Vezzy actually took the spare room above in the house. Yeah. Okay. And uh, one day Vezzy come downstairs. She's like, hello, Alex, I've, I've written a song. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh God. She's like, can I play it to you? I'm like, <laughs> okay, Vezzy, but you know I'm only going to be honest, right? Because nothing impresses me. I'm I'm not a huge music fan. I'm, I'm you know I love making music, but you know I, I I so rarely get touched by other by music. Yeah, you know? it's so rare for me to hear something that makes me buzz. And then Vezzy, calm down. She gets on the piano. 
on the keyboard and uh, she busts out, raised my glass. You know, I'm like, fucking hell, that's amazing. Like, I was like, wow. And I'm like, that's really good. And then she's like, oh, thanks. Alex. I'm like, no, this is amazing. <laughs> she goes off and does it, scuttles up to her little bedroom again. And <laughs> then the ne- next day she comes down, hello, Alex, I've written another song. She speaks like that. Okay. <laughs> now I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm thinking, and now I'm intrigued rather than thinking, oh no, don't, don't make me feel awkward. And what, I can't remember what song she played out, but she did that for about, couple of weeks come down I've written another song every few days and every single one got better and better and by the end of it I'm like she's the best songwriter I've ever met really? and these are the first songs she's these are the first songs she's ever written and she's the you know I was actively you know she actively pushed me as a songwriter like because I'm, you know, I love to be inspired, musically inspired. I'm so rarely musically inspired by anyone, and you know, Vezzy songwriting, yeah, fully inspired me musically. I love to be passionate about yeah. music, you know. And yes, yeah, so Vezzy's badass. And then moving forward in Wonk, you know, so on. Uncle Daddy, we had um, Bloodstains and Raise My Glass. You know, originally we was going to do an X-ray Vez project, and she was going to put out her own her own album on Plaster Records, which is Wonk's label. Okay. And then it was like, actually, what's the fucking point? Why are we going to water it down? You know, just just do it as Wonk universe, you know? So I, I produced the songs. I made her songs sound like Wonk songs, but, you know, they're, they're her words and chord progressions, essentially, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, um, and I, I love it. I love Vez's contrib- contribution to Wonk. You know, I think it just... It's just nice to see, you know, Wonka always evolving, you know. Yeah. And uh, and now as well, like Max, my drummer, he, he's an incredible drummer. He's got a band called Sid, his own band, who are, who are actually, I'll say this straight up now, like I'm I'm very lucky to be working with other, these, these musicians that actually musically inspire me. So Max is on a band called Sid. They're a three-piece hardcore band and Max is a singing drummer. I don't like hardcore punk, but they are incredible. Yeah. Like they're amazing, and, and Max has been doing a lot more vocals live with Wonk, and it's suddenly becoming the emphasis live is becoming less and less purely on me, you know, because it's always been, you know, Wonkin has always been my band, you know, yeah. Wonkin Wonk Wonk isn't a democracy, it is a dictatorship, <laughs> you know. I call the shots, yeah. I pay for everything, I run it, it's my ship, but um. Certainly, went since the the younguns have joined. You know, Max and Vez. You know, with their musical contribution, you know, they are contri- contributing more musically to Wonk Unit than I think any other member ever has. And, yeah, and and it's great. I love it. You know, and it's nice. Yeah, I'm inspired by my drama and and Vezzy. Like, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's just, it's a really nice position to be in. Wow. Uh, yeah, feel like a second wind or whatever wind yeah. you're on right now at yeah. the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the bands are all so beautiful. Right? Yeah, it's great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh it's cool. Uh, especially like you're saying, you've been around for a while. I've been writing music for a while. It's tough to have anything yeah. to feel excited about sometimes. You know, when you're kind of yeah. just going through thirty thirty years this year for me. Really? Wow. In, being in bands 30 years amazing damn the um yeah uh, uh 
Wonkfest. Yes. Is also a thing you run. Yeah. It's creeping up. When it's uh, creeping up. When is it this year? It's literally next week. So not okay. this coming weekend. Yeah. The weekend after the thirtieth. And um I am completely unprepared for it. <laughs> like <laughs> like honestly it's it's uh so this year it's been a bit different. So the Wonk Fest has always been a very organic the build up to Wonk Unit, the line up to Wonk Unit, uh, to Wonk Fest has always been very organic. So it's yeah. the, when we're because we're touring all the time, we're meeting bands and the, and the lineups always been very obvious who gets to play because it's the bands we meet and right. love on the road, you know. But because we haven't toured for the last two years or you know two odd years, you know this year's Wonk Fest has been. Um, more of a sort of back to our roots thing, you know, where, where it's, I'm kind of like more, sh- more like showcasing um, newer bands and a lot more smaller deal where bands and stuff. But I mean, yeah. Wonkfest is, is, is more than about the music, you know, it's, it's where our, but people that like Wonk Unit, we are, I don't mean to sound corny, but we are gen- genuinely a family. Like yeah. we're, we're, we're a band that, you know, we don't get promoted anywhere else <laughs> but by our fans yeah yeah by, word about by, by me yeah. yeah we really are like that grassroots thing and and when people discover Wonk Unit for the first time they're always like amazed they're like I can't believe I've never heard of you before and and you know and it's like and just, like people are excited because yeah. it's just like my, my god you know you know they become obsessed yeah you know, and and it's so nice, and it's like, and so Wonkfest is just a big celebration of our family. It's a twelve-hour gig. We usually have about with two stages, two rooms, up and down all day. Yeah, like no, no crossovers. We um, it's great. We feed everyone, so we have massive barbecue. Every food's all free all day. We encourage everyone to cook and bring in curries and food. We have buffet tables laid out, and I I bring my screen printer in. And I encourage people to bring in their their own black t-shirts, and we screen print all the nice. Wonk Fest merch. And yeah. we bought a co- we bought a cotton candy machine last year. That's an investment, we, yeah, yeah, dude. It's we have it's just everything you get a lot for your money, you know. Like, yeah, it's because it's like a big thank you. You know, it's, it's you know all of our family are the people that give me the life I have. You know, yeah. And so it's, it's just a it's just a big 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 party. Yeah, and this year is um. I'm so busy, like with my life, because my life's been really fucked up for the last two years. Right. Yeah. Um. Um. And as I say, I haven't been able to like give the time to what I should be doing for Wonkfest, mm-hmm. you know. And I've, I've actually feel guilty, you know, because it's such an incredible thing. But I think this is probably going to be the last Wonkfest I do in London, certainly until I get some energy again, you know? <laughs> it's, um, yeah, is it tough to get put something together this big in, in London when it's well, just you? Well, it's just, it's just, you know, again, it's like, I like things to just happen organically. Yeah, you know, I don't yeah. have to work for anything, right. you know? <laughs> I feel you, Wong yeah. Fe- Wong Fest has always happened organically with the lineup, and yeah. it's always, as I said, it's very obvious who gets to play, and, and it's been different, you know, this year I've had to think, right, who gets to play? You know, this year I've been the one that's approached people. Oh, okay. The gotcha. do, do, do you know, do yeah, you know what I mean? Feel, yeah, I see you. And so it, so, it, so it just feels very different for me. 
and it, it, it'll be an amazing day. Um, it's always like the most exhausting day of the year, but also the best day of the year. Like after yeah. you know four, fourteen hours of being on the on the site, when I get home that night, yeah, I'm always just like that was amazing. But yeah, part part of me wishes like, it's the last Wonkfest before we had lockdown was 2019. Yeah, and part of me wishes I'd called it a day then <laughs> because that like, the Wonkfest 2019 was I don't think you'll ever see a lineup so specific to a certain genre and time period of punk rock. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like 14-year-old Alex <laughs> playing records, yeah. yeah. On it. Everyone is there on stage playing. And it was just, you know, there was people weeping in the audience. <laughs> yeah. like, like genuinely, yeah. it was like, you know, um, so part of me sort of wishes, you know what, because I remember at the time thinking, I should quit this now because it's never going to get better than this. <laughs> Can only go yeah, down. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, you know, we'll see. I will. So this this last one we're doing in the UK. I am doing. I'm going to go to Germany. I'm sorry. I'm going to go to. I think I'm going to do Wantfest in Switzerland next year, in That's Bern. Cool. Yeah, and maybe the year after, I think I'm going to do it in Cologne in Germany. So it's not going to be an end to Wantfest. Yeah. But I'm going to certainly give London a break for a few years and let some other mug over the channel fucking sort it all out for me uh, and I can yeah. I can just sw- I can just swan in on an airplane you know <laughs> you, dr- 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 spend yeah. my day drinking sodas feeling good about it you know? yeah man it's gonna you know a helicopter is gonna drop you off at the venue yeah, you yeah. know right before I, you, yeah. wave it yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go but um, we we'll see you know. oh, shit. do you guys uh, have a good so you know I'm in Alabama so uh thinking about touring in in Europe and stuff is do you guys have a good relationship with like German German people I guess that's yeah yeah so what has taken me you know 15 years you know or uh, 17 years yeah of one unit in the UK we've done it in Germany in four years oh wow like the I, I love the Germans they uh I love it actually, not just Germans, but I love the Europe, the over the channel. Yeah. I, you know, because they like, people like what they like, you know, and, and in the UK, it's just so, your music is so affected, you know, it's all about cool and what's, you know what I mean? It's cool shit. And I love Germany because Germany specifically, because it's like, they like what they like. Yeah, you know, and you, and you listen to German radio, and it's so different to you know the UK and like the UK music press, and it just the UK is just a fucking mistake. <laughs> the UK is just a it's just all crumbling. It's crumbling, but it, Germany, the the people are amazing. Yeah, that we that we get looked after. You know, it's just. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. I love Germany. I love the UK. I love the whole everywhere. I love our, you know, I love the, I love people. You yeah, know? Uh, it's Germany. You know, they've we have had a, an amazing, you know, relationship with Germany yeah. and wanting it. You know, you know it's, it's been great. Like Kidnap Records out there, and all the, you know, all our friends we've met out there. It's been lovely, mate. That's I wish cool. I could speak. I wish I could speak more German. I'm a bit. 
I'm a bit stupid when I come to languages. I can't. I can't even speak English. <laughs> yeah. Thanks God, man. I'm with you, man. Yeah, living in living in the South in the United States is yeah, similar. Yeah. Uh, so you're in Alabama, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think we we played there once before. Do you remember where? That's, that's, it was a very hot. I, I I was weirdly talking about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. One of the most awful touring things we had a gig one night in alabama and it was just really hot okay. sweaty diy venue but the next day we was in tampa and it was a 17 hour drive is that, does that sound right does that yeah, sound yeah, right? yeah if you were in like you might have been like i'm in birmingham in like right. north almost north alabama so yeah getting to right. yeah it could be around there something like that it might it might have been Birmingham where we played. That sounds okay. weirdly familiar. Yeah. But we drove, uh, we was touring with the Raging Nathans. And okay. We, we uh, played Alabama. We had to leave and we had to get down to the fest in, oh no, it wasn't a fest. It was a pre, some sort of pre-fest gig in Tampa. Okay. The next day. And it was a 17 hour drive. So we left the gig. We drove all night. We drove all fucking day. Well, you know, literally pedal to the metal you know fuck we gotta make this gig yeah we got to the gig just on time for going on I got out of the van and we'd had the air con in the van the whole day and the whole night yeah and I got on stage and I was like I I completely lost my voice (laughs) completely so we'd driven drove 17 hours for me to not do a gig oh no yeah I learned a vital lesson about that so no no air con and to this day, though, last night's club was super hot. The aircon was on. I was like, "Turn it off." Sweat it out. Yeah. I made. I made the fat. I made our family fucking sweat yesterday. You, go. you gotta. You gotta yeah. earn it. Earn it in sweat. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Yeah. That's a. Uh, it's always something <clears throat> talking with like UK or European bands about touring in the states versus touring, you know, mainland Europe. It's just like. Yeah. You know, once, once, you, yeah. once you've done the states, the UK and Europe, is nothing. A, a walk in the park, mate. Yeah, it's a piece of it's cake. Like, yeah, yeah. How, I think we did. We, our last US tour was out for about three weeks, I think, and we did something like twenty-one thousand miles. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, it's like, what the fuck? You know, that's like that's like London to LA, London to LA. Like, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like drove to the like, moon. Yeah, dude, insane. But I mean, we've we've done we've done two big US tours twice, and we've had a few jaunts out there. And, and touring the US like, is such an amazing experience. I I, I love the US. I used to live in LA um, fifteen odd years ago. I was out there for about three years. Okay, enough. and uh, I I love the states. Um, I'd love to get back out to the states, but I'm reluctant to do it without the proper visas nowadays um it's very hard for an english band to tour the states really? so um visas cost thousands and thousands of pounds so for a us band to tour the uk visas cost about 100 quid okay for um for a whole band yeah for a uk band to tour the states visas cost around uh 2000 pounds per band member Ugh. Yeah, and that's and that's there's no guarantee you're even going to get a visa, but it, right. it costs thousands. So for for one unit to tour the states legally, 
visas alone would cost ten to twelve, no, fifteen thousand dollars. Do you know what I mean? Um, Jesus, yeah. But 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 you know we've done it. We've always done it under the radar previously. Yeah. To any uh, and, any federal uh, agents listening to this <laughs> podcast? Yeah. This yeah. This is story. This is a story. This is made a story. up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just a it's just a worry, you know. It's like yeah. you know, if we, we're booking a month long tour, you've got twenty eight gigs. Yeah. Well, you know, all that effort just gets sent back home. Yeah. You know? get, and so, yeah. So, so yeah, if there's any incredibly rich wonky unit fans in the States going to watch this, sponsor us so yeah. we can come and do it officially. Yeah. Because we'd love to come back out to the States. Right. We love it. I love it. I love, I love the food the best and the weather. And I love the people. You guys are so friendly, especially, you know, and one thing I loved about it, especially you, you've been, so Alabama's the South. Yeah. Is it the South? East. Oh, yeah, yeah, South. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, because you Southerners are very friendly. Yeah. For right. the, yeah. Cause, cause, so what we usually do, we usually fly in uh, um, Ohio and we, we usually start our tours in Dayton and we just tour down. Okay. We used to do a big service. Well, we usually start in like Ohio and we still go west out that way down through all them summer states, Texas, blah, blah, along, yeah. the, along the bottom. Then we usually hit the, fe- the, the fest in Florida. Yeah. Then tour, tour back up. The East Coast, and uh, it's really interesting seeing the, the the people's people change. Like you know, as yeah, you notice it more when you're traveling back up from the south to the up the East Coast and seeing people become more and more grumpy the further <laughs> north you get. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, it's lovely. The South is a very beautiful, friendly people. It's, it's um, yeah, people are friendly everywhere. But I, I, I always took that with me is how friendly the South was. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's fair. It's a, uh, you know, once you like you're saying, once you start going up north, yeah, people, people chips on shoulders, yeah. and I don't know what's going yeah. on. It's just colder. I don't know. Yeah, and I'll tell you what as well. Right, and this made me funny. So when I lived in LA, I lived sort of in the, I lived in the jungles of LA. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I said the jungles. Whatever. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was. It was funny because I'd never get any trouble. In, you know, I would never get into any trouble, yeah. And within five minutes of landing at Heathrow Airport in London and leaving the airport, yeah, I would see more shit <laughs> in five minutes, yeah, of being back in London. Yeah. Which it, just as in, you know, antisocial behaviour, horrible behaviour, in- intimidation, just shitty behaviour. Yeah. I've seen more shitty behavior than the, my whole time spent on a trip to a, a trip to, you know, yeah. America. You yeah. know, it's, um, yeah, the UK is a quite a tough place. I think it's like, it's an angry place. It's a, it can seem grimy think, from, yeah. 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 I think like, I think, I think the UK is grimy. Like, and you notice as well when you go over to Germany as well. Yeah. Like just how, like, Another reason why I like Germany. Germany still feels like a country where the country is owned by the people. Mm, it feels like it feels like the people are valued and cared for, and yeah. it feels like you know, it feels like. Whereas the UK, you know, we are just cash cows. 
you know, for the government and for the corporations. Do you know what I mean? We are, we mean nothing. We are just yeah. here to be exploited. Yeah. You know what I mean? And crushed, you know, for our money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Crushed. But Europe and the, and certainly, yeah, Europe. Yeah. It feels like, you know, people still matter when you go over the channel. Yeah. You know, and obviously, you know, these aren't utopian places. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Yeah. But the, the UK is, is hard, you know, for how amazing the UK is. Because don't get me wrong, the UK is incredible. It's history and it's culture and everything. The UK is an amazing place. It's an incredible place. But it's a it's a harsh place. It's getting harsh. You know, I mean, the deterioration of the UK in the last t- decade yeah. has been in insane. Yeah. Like, insane and and it, and it always goes hand in hand with conservative rule you know when the Tories are in power I mean I remember in the 90s you know the 80s and 90s you know when the Tories were, were in power then and um, you know all the parks you know the public spaces would all be boarded up you know boarded up yeah and you know and there'd be needles everywhere you know everywhere you know yeah and you know it was just it was Generally, fairly civil unrest. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you get you get Labour in, which is the Socialist Party over here. You know, when they got in in '97 and they transformed the UK and you know they put a lot of shit back into public services. And then Tories have undone all that, and the UK's become a very angry place again now. But, uh, yeah, but you know, out of anger comes good music, doesn't it? So <laughs> sure, there you go. You know, so you never write anything good when you're happy. That's apart from them, apart from them fucking hippies. You know, what yeah, I mean? uh, yeah. Well, you know that uh, "Don't Worry, Be Happy" song was was kind of uh, kind of yeah, nice. That's all right. There's yeah. no way that was written in anger. You know. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a banger. Yeah, I got give it to you. I'll give that one to you. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's. It's, it sounds like what's going on in the UK is similar to kind of what's going on in America. I don't know. It's weird. I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I'm not the most knowledgeable about, you know, government and stuff, but it's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just all, yeah. it's, yeah, it's all uh, bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just, it is, it is all bullshit. Yeah. We're, we're doomed. Yeah. We're doomed, mate. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, it's, and like you're saying, kind of like torn around, and I feel like, like traveling, especially to other countries, that's like where you get like actual life experience, where you're dealing with actual people and not like a uh, kind of a, um, I don't know, yeah, talking with actual people instead of getting like, oh, this is how these people really are from like the press or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The UK is in, is so divided. Like literally, the UK yeah. right now is fifty fifty, practically fifty fifty. Yeah, divided, like literally between yeah, good people and cunts. <laughs> and and there there is there isn't really a grey area anymore. Yeah, this is what makes the UK quite such a, such a scary place now. You know, you've got 50% of the UK are aware of what's going on and how fucked up it is. Yeah. And you've got 50% of the UK that are willfully ignorant, yeah, big, bigoted and hateful. Yeah. And they will see this country, you know, they will listen to any shit that's fed them. They'll continue to vote 
you know, listen to the fucking newspapers and which tell them to vote for a Tory prime yeah. minister and, and they will continue suffering for it and continue to get poorer and poorer. Yeah. You know, it, it's just a, it's a very hateful place now, nowadays, the UK. But I mean, the rise of the right all over the world is, is fairly consistent, but the UK specific, specifically, I mean, I was so stoked when, you know, Trump didn't make it in over there. That was like, yeah. that gave the rest of the world hope. Genu- I mean, that was like such huge, it was, it was a really lovely moment when, yeah. when, when Trump got, you know, lost. It was like, fuck, it was, because we all, we, we thought he was there to stay, mate. Oh, yeah. Everyone, everyone yeah. thought, and it was just like, thank fuck for that, you know? Yeah. And it gave, it gave, gave us a little bit of hope, but I mean, I'm done with politics over in this country now anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done with it, man. I've spent too many years fucking being politically active, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I, I can't, it makes me ill, you know? Yeah. We've, we've, I'm doing there's too many stupid people in this country to win. Yeah. 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 That definitely feels like a lost cause. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. 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 And uh, just remember the only thing you can do is always vote for the lesser of the two evils. Yeah. Yeah. Always u- use your vote. Make sure you vote for the lesser of the two evils. Don't waste your vote on a party that ain't going to get in. Just get the cunts out of power. Yeah. That's, that's the main thing, you know? Yeah. Mm. But we'll see. Well, <laughs> there's a, yes. you know, um, kind of steer the conversation to something fun. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, what's the, <laughs> you so, I'm sorry. Oh, you can tell I'm tired. Can't you? No, it's, sorry, dude. it's okay. Oh, what's the, what's the name of your podcast? You had options. Oh, okay. Okay. At least it, your pop, your podcast wasn't called happy time with Michael no, Funny. No, 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 no. Oh, man. I would like to apologize for bringing the, the tone of this no. interview down. Um, Michael's friends. Okay. Sorry to be like a windy old fucker. I've just woken up and I ain't had much sleep and it's very hot. So I'm very sorry. Okay? <laughs> Let's talk about exciting stuff. Well, so yeah, wonk unit. We've got uh wonk fest coming up next week. Wonk fest. Yeah. What else is going on? Y'all, do y'all have a bunch of tour dates coming up? Oh, loads. Um, so about to go to Europe on Wednesday. We're playing in Den Bosch. Den Bosch. On Wednesday, Den Bosch in Holland. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's called something like Den Hudson. So it's known as Den, Den Bosch. Okay. Yeah? It's an amazing town or city, whatever it is. Um, and then we're playing a festival in Germany on Thursday. I don't know where that is. I can't remember. Festival in Germany on Friday. Don't know where that is. Festival in Germany on Saturday. Don't know where that is. Festival in Germany on Sunday. Don't know where that is. Oh, I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> okay. I don't know. We're, we're playing a Skate and Destroy Festival in Hanover on a Saturday. think we're playing Back to Future Festival in... Don't know where that is. But, you know, I think that might be Friday. Playing in Antwerp in Belgium on Sunday. Got that one on Thursday, comment where that is. Then Bosch on a Wednesday. And then next week in London, we've got the pre-Wonk Fest okay. uh, party, which is Wonk, us doing a disco cover set for a laugh. We've never done covers before. So we're doing what? that and we've got Danger. Are they classical some- disco songs? Are they classic no, disco? No, 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 no. No, just classic pop songs. We've got ah, some okay. bangers. So okay. I guess they call it The Blues by Elton John. Ah. Uh, Country Roads, John Denver. Uh, what else we got? 
Safety Dance, remember Classic. hats? Yeah. Video, video games, Lion Del Rey, one of my favorite songs. Oh. Got Dirty Old Town in there. Uh, ain't No Please New, Chaz and Dave. I mean, and these are wonky versions as well. We ain't punked anything up. Okay. You know, but they're, they're banging, man. So we, that's on a Friday, and that's with Danger Man from Oslo and Fair Do's and uh, Dealing With Damage. Then the Saturday, we've got Wonk Fest. Saturday 30th, Wonk Fest, with about 25 bands. Just all our friends from around the UK. Yeah. And uh, and then the weekend after that, Rebellion Festival in Blackpool, which is like an amazing, amazing festival. It's just like a massive, fat, it's a very fun, it's like a fat, feels like a family, like family festival. Rebellion's amazing, like big old punk rock festival. It's just so mm-hmm. friendly. We got that that weekend. And the week after that, we got um, Boomtown in uh, Boomtown Festival, which is insane. Boomtown is like what Glastonbury used to be like before it got, you know, lost its edge. Boomtown Festival is amazing. It's a massive, 100,000 people, insane festival. And yeah, and but we're out touring um, every other weekend till Christmas. Okay. And we, yeah, and we got, you know, um, we just had a couple of tours actually cancelled with American bands. I think American bands are struggling to get visas or maybe financially because because ticket sales across Europe are, are, are low since yeah. COVID, you know, across the board. And uh, so we just said we were supposed to be touring with um, Less Than Jake in Europe in October. Okay. And uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop in yeah. the UK in November. And both those, to- those tours have been postponed from last year, the year before. Yeah. Unfortunately, they've just both been postponed again, which is just like, oh, you know, man, you know, it's, it's just like, oh, fuck's sake, you know, because obviously you get, to, it's just like, those, those are, especially for me and my kids, because my, my, I have, I have my daughter every other weekend and, and I have to, um, all of my tours, those, my time is so, so precious. Right. Yeah. You know, so for me to lose a visit with my, with my kid to go on tour, you know, it's a big sacrifice. Right. You know, and then to have those tours cancel and to me to lose my, of my visitation to my kid on, on those. Yeah. yeah it's, it's kind of like, oh man. But, you know, it's, it's these things happen. It's, it's no hard feelings. It's just these things happen, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but it's, it's cool. I mean, we're now just going to continue touring until I die, basically, at the ripe old age of about 97, I think. <laughs> there you go. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not stopping. I, I make music for myself. I mean, yeah. well, I will stop if I no longer find it enjoyable. Yeah. But I, lo- but I love what I do. Every gig we do, I love. It's, you know, I, I, I make music and I tour because it's the best thing in the world. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So we'll just, yeah, literally, this will be it now. I'll, I'll tour all my life now and uh, until I die. <laughs> so as long as I get to see my daughters, I want to see my daughters three and a half. I want to, I think I want to see, I'd love to see her 40th birthday. As long as I'm going to see her 40th. So I'm actually 50 years old next week, I am. Really? So, yeah. So, uh, what would that mean? So, my daughter's three. So, add another 37 years. Oh, I can make 87. Oh, yeah. I'm Easily. I'm going to go for nine. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to make 97. I want to see my daughter's 50th birthday. There you go. So, I'm going to be, I'm going to be gigging until 97. Mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be like a crooner then, just like, 
They're going to wheel you out. Yes. Yeah. Be like Bob Dylan or, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is what I am. This is what I do. Yeah. I'm a, I'm an arsehole, you know, (laughs) and I, and I love it. You know, I fully intend to skateboard and to make music for as long as I live. Yeah. Because I, I, and yeah, like, and, the moment I don't like want to skateboard anymore or make music anymore, I'm not gonna, you know. It's uh, I have no time for anything in my life that I don't like. Yeah, you know, and that's a, you know, yeah, yeah I got no. Why do something you're not, you don't like? You know? Right. Yeah. When, uh, when, when, when you when, at least when you have a choice about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, right. yeah, yeah. I forgot to bring up that you built a a, a skate pool. In your backyard. yeah, boy. do you skate? Do you skate? No, nah, I've tried many times, and I'm just yeah. I'm terrible at it. Yeah, yeah, dude, that bowl, the terror bowl, is called yeah. Ter- <laughs> I love it. And I, I built it four years ago, and Muggins here was like, you know what? I'm going to build something gnarly that you won't find in a skate park. Yeah, I'm going to build something gnarly, so it really challenged me. I've broken more bones in the last four years. And in 40 years of skateboarding, and you don't heal as good in your right. 40s. You know what right. I mean? It has, it's not called the Terra Bowl for no reason. Right. It's a, it's um. It looks a lot smaller. Like photos and, and film shrink it, shrinks it. Okay. I mean? And you turn up. I mean, it's not a big bowl, but it is gnarly. It yeah. is gnarly, and every single person that turns up with all these ideas of what they're going to get in the Terra Bowl and do this and that. They turn up. And they're like, oh shit. You know, it's yeah. it's great. It's it's amazing, but it's, it's yeah, it's done quite the opposite of improved my skateboarding. You know, it's actually destroyed me, and it's actually re- it's actually wrecked my skateboarding. <laughs> like, but um, it's 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 the dream. You know, bowling your back garden. Yeah, like my god, it's the dream. It's the fucking dream. Yeah. A private skateboard bowl in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah, man. Yeah. See, it's actually my parents' backyard. Like, okay. Bless them. My, bless, my parents. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. We'll let him build this. Yeah, yeah. yeah this bowl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. The terrible. I love it. The the great equalizer. Yeah. That's why our last album before Daddy was called Terror. Oh, okay. Um, so my friend Andy May come over. He's come. He's from Austin. And he came over to London to skate. Before it was known as the Terror Bowl, but the first time he skated my pool in the back garden. And he left. And the next morning, I went out just to the bowl. And without my knowledge, he'd written terror underneath the COVID. And I took a photo of it. And that's actually the artwork for our last album, Terror. Oh, okay. And, that, and that's why it's now called The Terror Bowl. Love it. And it's kind of a, yeah. it's kind of a pun, terrible, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, Alex. Well, uh, we've been doing this for almost an hour. Uh yeah, we we've been waffling and we haven't said a fucking thing. I know, yeah. <laughs> we're mates now, aren't we? We we, we, I we, hope we so. are friends. I hope so. I'm right, we're friends. Yeah. Wait, you're in our family now. You're in our family. I will now, join yeah? officially, yeah. Do you do you have Good. like uh Good. do you have some sort of like uh piece of paper of like mm-hmm. I think you just know I just say you are in the fam, yeah. Oh, okay. Right? So we, oh, where, yeah. where's my knuckle? There we go. Yeah. yeah. You're in the fam, brother. Uh, yeah. All right. And but and we can have we can have a cuddle like this. This is how I learned to cuddle my daughter on the phone. Do you want to cuddle? Over the Do you video? Want to cuddle with me? We- yeah, you wanna have a little cuddle with me? <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah. 
There you go. That's nice. You yeah. are really, really cuddly. Oh, you know, I've got glasses just like yours. You what? I've got glasses just like nice. yours. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got like, my, my tour in April just before I went on tour. Mm-hmm. Got my first, first ever set of glasses. Damn. It's, yeah. It's, so, it's, yeah. It's, you, and me, you and me in the glasses game. That's right. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, Alex, stay on for a minute. Uh, but you had options, but you decided to talk to me today, and I appreciate it. I've loved talking to you, brother, and uh, I look forward to meeting you in real life. Well, yeah, I'll come. I'll come try and drop in on the terrible and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See how much yeah. stuff I can break. Yeah.